Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, we we just got back from Mothman. We sure did. So that was fun. Um, that was such a wild twenty four hours. <laughs> it really honestly. was. We traveled four states. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That's yeah. really a lot. Yeah. Um, we had so much fun, honestly. So much yeah, fun. I know. It, it was, was it was just craziness. Um truly. There was, there was so many people. Like I can't exaggerate to you. Like this tiny like the tiniest town I've ever seen in my life. Like a one stoplight type situation. Yeah. And there were yeah. thousands of people there. Yeah. Like way more than I really thought that there was gonna be. Same. Um Same. Yeah. And we we stayed like 30 minutes from this city from point pleasant but there were still people all the way out there literally that literally. came for this too literally. like so people were everywhere oh my gosh and people were even like parking in ohio and walking across that huge bridge to the festival just because that's there was no parking either like it was crazy yeah yeah it far, I know. There it was far like, surpassed my expectations yeah i know they did not have that much parking so people were like illegally parking everywhere yeah (laughs) me (laughs) me yeah i can say that because you know it already happened but um yeah well (laughs) shout out to the piggly wiggly there Mm -hmm. um (laughs) yeah so we we did go through four states um you know north carolina to virginia west virginia and then to ohio which i've never been to ohio we had lunch in ohio and it was really good Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. let me just tell you guys the unbel. So my family is from West Virginia. I have been to West Virginia millions of times in my life, and I know that the cell service like is not good there. But yeah. I just kind of assumed that was like only where my grandparents live because they live literally in the middle of nowhere in West Virginia. So I just kind of assumed like, oh, they live in a valley or whatever. No, it's the whole state because the mm-hmm. second that we crossed into Ohio lines, our phones magically just started working. Yeah, yeah. See, that's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> like, like, not a whole state. Like, you guys are suffering like out West there. <laughs> what is going on? Somebody get these poor people some towers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it was insane. Truly insane. Yeah. But and fun. we did. Oh, oh, go ahead. What were, you, <laughs> were we about to say the same thing? I was going to say that I touched Mothman's butt. His shiny oh. hiney. Yes, you did. I should have, honestly, because it, it brings good luck, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. That's that's the legend. So, I touched yeah. his shiny hiney. I should have. <laughs> but yeah. we did get our picture with him. We um, did. So, that was cool. We also got to meet some podcast friends. Um, some people that we had not known before, but... Um, they have the podcast, The Moth Boys. Yeah, Moth Boys. Shout out. They're yeah. really cool. Um, their podcast is kind of similar to ours. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you like ours, go listen to theirs and tell them that we sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout us out in their comments mm-hmm. and stuff because um, then they can come over here and know that we shouted them out. <laughs> exactly. Also, like, future collab maybe one day. Right. Like, we need to, we need to make Boys, friends with these guys. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's also funny though. We went up to they had a table at this um at the festival mm-hmm. and we went up to them and um I don't remember who, but one of the one of the hosts of the show, they were like, Oh, so you're podcasters too or like <laughs> are we rivals now? And we were like, No, we're hoping to be friends. No, like why are you are fighting friends. with us immediately? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. 
Yeah, we talked to some other cool people too. So, you know, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening anybody to who, like, just any person who's listening. Yeah. But, I don't know, Mothman is so fun. Honestly, I recommend go. The only thing we didn't get to do is go, like, on their little bus tour to the TNT mines. Yeah, because we didn't know. know about it before it was already sold out. Yeah. So. Unfortunately. Maybe next time. Um. But no, it was so fun. Like, I recommend going. But just expect there to be, like, a million people there. Because there will be. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but, okay. Also, I was going to say, um, we did, in fact, vlog our trip to Mothman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we are very busy people. But you can expect a vlog coming soon. Coming hopefully very soon. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I mean, like, yeah. we're not vloggers, so just just remember that. Keep that in mind. But it's, mm-hmm. you know what? We had a great time filming for you guys. Yeah. As much we'll as we could. To, <laughs> try to work on it over the weekend. So maybe maybe in a week? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, you set out. that expectation for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but moving on from Mothman, I'm just going to say we got to keep, you know, Florida, like, you know, up. We got to send them positivity Nothing but kindness, love. Oh, I know. Because they, um, currently as we're recording, this is going to come out in a couple days. So this is still going to be before Hurricane Ian hits Florida, technically. Um, And it's right now supposed to be a Category 4 when it hits. And I have been through, me and Savannah both have been through some crazy hurricanes, Mm -hmm. you know, living at the beach. So they're really scary. And I am so afraid for them. Yeah. Yeah. We got sent home from school we got sent home from uncw um for hurricane florence Mm -hmm. so and that one was pretty bad yeah Um, i thought we were going home for the weekend so i packed like a weekend bag i packed like four outfits and we ended up staying home for like two months um and i had to live with four outfits (laughs) yeah i mean i obviously bought more clothes but you know it was crazy it was like wild like everybody's homes were destroyed so i just Mm -hmm. hope that i hope that's not the case for florida right now Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that depressing news aside, <laughs> I don't really have anything else to get into. Yeah. Okay. So we can get into my story. So, you know, when we were at this Mothman Festival, back to that a little bit, um, there was a lot of, um, I mean, people were selling different products and art and stuff, random stuff. And I learned about a lot of different cryptids that I've never even heard of before. Or, or that I've heard of and not really like thought about, and this is one of them, the jackalope. The jackalope. Yes. Okay. So I have actually heard of it, but I mm-hmm. didn't really think to like look into it more until you know I saw a few things with a jackalope on it. One hundred percent. And honestly, even though because I also obviously saw the jackalope stuff, I the only thing I've ever heard about a jackalope is like in Scooby Doo. Oh. <laughs> and it was like for That's two funny. seconds and it wasn't really mentioned. Oh. So I don't really think I know what it is. So I'm excited. I, see, you always have some way to bring Scooby-Doo into it. It's every day, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is always on my mind. Um, hmm. Now I need to like find that reference. But Oh, I um, can tell you which. Um, I know which episode it's in. Oh, my gosh. Which movie. Okay. It's like the, the um, I'm pretty sure it's called Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invasion. Like, I mean, I don't oh. want to give a spoiler if you haven't well, seen it. Well, what do they say about it? Well, they're just like, oh, my gosh, it's a jackalope. Can you believe it? And it was, like, out there with the aliens. So I don't know if that's what it has to do with. But, oh. Huh. Um, yeah. Well, so it's in the Alien Invasion one if you want to watch it. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so a jackalope is like it's it's highly debated whether it's real or not because you know I feel like all cryptids are definitely you know highly debated. Mm-hmm. Um, but the name it is a portmanteau, which is like a blending of two words of jackrabbit and antelope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, and. It is supposed to look like a jackrabbit with antelope horns. Yeah. So. Cute. You can picture that. Yeah, like, it, it is kind of cute. And Scooby-Doo um, is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a brownish color. They weigh about three to five pounds. And they also move with lightning speed up to 90 miles per hour. Whoa. Slow down, jackalope. I know. They're, they're pretty fast. Um, and... Jackrabbits are actually hares and not rabbits, but like mm. it's honestly it could go either way because you know a jackalope could actually be a rabbit and people are just like misinterpreting it. True. Or, also, like, I don't even know. know the difference between a hare and a rabbit. Oh, okay. I do have I have the difference here. Okay, good. So, hares are bigger and they have bigger ears. Um, and they live more on the land and don't burrow. And, like, okay. rabbits will burrow into the ground and they're smaller. Um, and they are, like, actually totally different species. Interesting. That's so. interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, they look pretty much, like, similar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're different. Yeah. Cool. Um, but, yeah, for a jackalope, it could go either way. So I might say rabbit or hare. I don't know. I'll say either one. True. throughout this um so they're most commonly cited in wyoming colorado nebraska and new mexico mm-hmm. um and then wyoming is like the main state that they're associated with so i yeah i don't really know anything about wyoming nope except for i i think of cowboys i don't i don't even think i think about cowboys i think of nothing <laughs> when i think about See, wyoming I think of, like, Home on the Range, out in Wyoming. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Like, that's the vibes I get. Yeah, you're right. Um, Just, like, the Old West. Is it, and like, that's... dry out there? See, I don't know. I think there's, like, a bunch I'm of... I'm picturing. I'm picturing dry and also, like, fields, like, the, the plains. Yeah. You know? It's giving we also don't know geography yet again. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> we honestly, listeners, I'm that. sorry. Like... <laughs> Somebody give us a map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Um, okay. But the Wyoming legislature has actually considered bills to make the jackalope the, the state's official mythological creature. Um, um, it's been... Okay. Yeah. It's been brought up three times in their legislature. And um, each time it passes in the House, but then it dies in the Senate. So it hasn't gotten passed yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes me okay. I'm just <laughs> taking notes. Taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> so in Douglas, Wyoming, um oh wait, I skipped I skipped some. Sorry. Let me go back You're up. Good. <laughs> um it's actually so it's been brought up three times, like I said, and one of the sponsors, he says that he'll keep bringing it up until it passes. Good. So he's like really dedicated. Good. And, yeah. Yes, he should be. Um, and in Douglas, Wyoming, tourists can get a jackalope hunting license. Mm, 
I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but, okay, okay. Let me continue. It's good for two hours on June 31st. Okay, so that doesn't exist. Yeah, which doesn't exist. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so, so it's and, fake. Yeah, and also applicants need an IQ between 50 and 72. Okay, hold on. Because this is just giving me... This is giving me throwback vibes to Mothman Festival when we were at this other tent for another cryptid that we'll cover one day, the Hodag, and they had the Hodag killing license. You know, the hunting license. Do yes, you remember they that? did. They did, yeah. Interesting. Cool. Anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, this next one, I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Okay. Stores sell jackalope milk. Mm, okay, what does it consist of? You can just, like, milk a ho- You can milk a, a jackalope, apparently. Okay. And that's, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> Supposedly. Um, okay, so, but we're saying that we don't know if they're real. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get into that later, but I'm just, I'm I'm just okay. covering the... I, personally, me, as of this current moment, I'm confused how people don't think they're real. Because a cross between two, like, we're saying Bigfoot's real, Mothman's real. Mm-hmm, we're saying, mm-hmm. like, a cross between two very normal animals isn't real. I don't know. I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, um. However, I want to know what's in that milk because that's a little sick. Because <laughs> I know it's not. It's probably just like a little sugar. I know. Yeah. It's probably like fake in the stores and stuff. But but they say like the legend says that like you can you can milk a jackalope, that which honestly I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I guess rabbits and hares like produce milk, right? I don't know. If I they guess do. no. They definitely. Hmm. Yet again, something we don't know, but that's okay. I think they do. Regardless, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> but apparently, the milk has medicinal and aphrodisiac properties. Okay, okay. Well, there so. you have it, guys. There you mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. So, um, since, so, like, since the first taxidermists, um, to, like, they created this animal sort of um they were in wyoming uh the city has embraced the culture as its own and that's why like all they have the license there the milk and like all this stuff Mm -hmm. because they're sort of claiming it since like these taxidermists they they say they came up with this animal yeah okay um mm -hmm. and then just like in point pleasant with mothman douglas wyoming has like a statue of a jackalope they actually have two um Mm. And the creature is on park benches, fire trucks, and more, like, all throughout the city. Honestly, I love so that. Cool. Mm-hmm. That is so cute. Yeah. Um, let's get to the next part. Um, so, the lore of these creatures um, says that although that they are cute, they're very dangerous and will eat anything and everything. See, I knew we were going to get to that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're said to attack. Good. So. They, Humans? Well, yeah. I mean, mm, anything. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so dangerous that hunters are advised to wear stove pipes on their legs to keep from oh being my, bitten. Oh, my God. So, like, metal. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Um, and one way to catch a jackalope is with whiskey. Because oh, whiskey, yeah, whiskey's its favorite beverage. Oh, we going to get whiskey shots at the bar with a jackalope. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, so, and also, the jackalope can Im- um, imitate a human voice. Ew, oh no, I don't like that. <laughs> I knew you were going to hate that Mm-mm. part. I don't like that. Scamwalkers do that. I don't like it. That mm-hmm. That's a big no for me. See, but these are cute. I don't care. That's even worse. I would rather it be ugly. Because so, <laughs> it's going to be scary either way. You know? Yeah, yeah I guess I'd rather so. it be ugly. Um, the way people, like... The first stories that came about um, for these these animals, like, imitating the human voice were, like, in the Old West, cowboys would gather by campfires, and they could hear the jackalopes mimicking their voices or singing along when uh-uh. they're singing by their campfires. Stop it. That's yeah. disgusting. And they're said to have, like, a tenor voice. Okay. <laughs> so. harmonize with the jackalopes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> in, in the Wyoming wilderness. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, that's why I was imagining cowboys because of that. Part yeah, no, of that it. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, and they also only breed during lightning flashes. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. That's, yeah, that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like, are you saying they have to get struck by the lightning or just when lightning strikes is when they have to? Yeah, I think when lightning strikes, it doesn't have to, it doesn't hit them. Okay. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. And that's, that's why there's not that many jackalopes. Yeah, that makes out in sense. The wild. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know how that would work, really. Because it's like, how are you going to time that? <laughs> you just don't know what's... That's a good point. However, however, to be on in their defense, animals do have, like, a natural, like, way of knowing, like, when natural storms or disasters or whatever are coming. Like, when hurricanes come, like, animals start to, like, flee. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or if anybody else did not know that so like maybe they can really feel it you know like feel mm-hmm. sometimes i can feel when a storm's a brewing yeah no that's true that's true hmm. yeah they just know yeah they know <clears throat> um so back to my my thing i said in the beginning are these real or fake mythical creatures okay you know oh. yeah um this is a question we ask for, like, all cryptids, but... Of course, of course. Um, I do have both sides of it, sort of. Uh, the people who believe that it's just a mythical creature, they credit the ta- taxidermists um, with yeah. creating the creature. Yeah. I mean, that... I understand that. Yeah. Logic. Because taxidermists... Um, it was mainly... It started with these two brothers um, in Douglas, Wyoming, and they got a um a jackrabbit and then put the antlers on it you know mm-hmm. and yeah. that's yeah so they're said to have created it pretty much um and um they it started in like um the 1930s is when they first they first made these okay um and the brother's names actually i have it right here douglas herrick um and I don't have his brother's name, <laughs> but they were, um, <laughs> and then they sold the first, um, they f- sold the first one to a local hotel. Mm, creepy. Um, That's really yeah. creepy. Yeah. So honestly, so if you go to Douglas, Wyoming, you could probably go to the first hotel, like the that's, hotel where that that's is so true. At, like the first one. Yeah. They probably still have it somewhere. I bet they do. Um, so, after that, like, a bunch of people, like, they liked it. 
hanging up there. So people would like request them and stuff and they ended up selling a bunch of them to a retail outlet in South Dakota and um, other taxidermists still continue to make jackalopes today. Interesting. So, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do see jackalopes like kind of often, I feel like with like wilderness type stuff, you know, like as a symbol Oh, for sure. Randomly. And I'm like, I I didn't really know where that came from, but now, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they could be real. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, there are stories of these uh, creatures, like, before the 1930s, before taxidermists created these. Okay. Um, Like, there's accounts of people seeing them, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so they could possibly be based on a real creature. Um, one theory is that the creatures are rabbits or hares, um, with this virus called the Shope Papamilia virus, which is like, um, I think I said that wrong. (laughs) It's basically (laughs) what HPV is in humans, but this is for... The, oh, okay. Um, so rabbits. it's the something papilloma virus. Is how yeah, you say that. yeah, yeah. Whatever the first word was, you said exactly. Um, so it's SPV instead of HPV. Got it. But this virus in um, rabbits and hares it causes horn and antler-like tumors to grow oh. on the rabbits. Okay. Yeah. So they get these like tumors that look like horns. Um. And they can get them other places, but they most commonly get them on their head. Okay. So, I mean, so that could be it. Listen, honestly, that, I'm told. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that really sounds like it could be it. Because also, like you're saying, like, they're attacking people. And, like, if they are attacking people, it's probably from this disease. Yes, 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 yes. So, the disease, actually, I think I read that it, um... It makes them really hungry, too. Oh, so, God. <laughs> because, like, also, um, it could affect their mouth, which, like, makes it harder for them to eat. Mm-hmm. So they might not actually attack, but, like, they're hungry all the time. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy to me when, like, a real-life thing turns into, like, a legend. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you even differentiate? Mm-hmm. Because that's what seems like happened to this. Um, 100%. It, like, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so, horned hares and horned rabbits have appeared in different cultures throughout the decades as well. Um, there's legends of horned rabbits in Asia, Africa, and Europe, like, as well as America. Um, and there's even artwork from the 1500s of horned rabbits. Okay. Um, Guys, horned rabbits are real. <laughs> yeah, and then there's stories dating back to medieval times and the... Re- uh, the Renaissance. Wow. No, like, honestly, you didn't even have to say anything. I already believed the ja- that the jackalope was real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, that really that really seals it for me. Like, there's been accounts everywhere around the world. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And they call them different things, obviously. But, obviously. like, it's the same pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. If, if they are real, I really do think it might just be this virus. No, me too. But. Me too. So, like, all the other legend stuff might not be true. Like, 
probably can't be milked and like <laughs> and like they probably don't go 90 miles per hour but yeah but maybe yeah. they're fast though like you know that's something i would say you know like as a like if i had a report of seeing a jackal i'd be like man i think it's going so fast like 90 miles an hour <laughs> yeah like yeah totally exaggerating yeah. Stuff yeah. and they just like took that and ran with it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and the whiskey thing okay that's my favorite part <laughs> i'm trying to get some whiskey with a jackalope <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so, some of these things, I was like, how do you even come up with that? Right. Right. Also, random. can I just say, like, this whole time, I have no idea if you're going to know what this reference is. But if anybody out there knows, this whole story has been giving me the vibes of Banicula. Did you ever read that? <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. It's like a vampire oh God, rabbit. Yes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's giving. That's what yeah. I was thinking about. That's what I was picturing the whole time. Was but with antlers. But, yeah, but with antlers. antlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes oh my gosh i didn't even really consider that hmm. i think about vanicula so often it's weird <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it, it's really stuck with me mm-hmm. um i do have another a few other points here about um where it's showed up in culture throughout the years there's also like descriptions in early scientific texts um of horned rabbits horned hairs oh um, basically describing them as a real species, <laughs> like well, I guess before they really yeah. knew, you know, what we know today. But mm-hmm. that, um, well, that makes it even more believable. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, like a long time ago, you know, with these early scientific texts, they they described this animal as like a real thing, and then throughout time, as we learned more and more, they sort of decided oh they're actually not a real animal (laughs) yeah but yeah you know that's that's still kind of cool i mean maybe they are and we just you know maybe they are and maybe they don't want us to know about it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um okay also in the late 1700s um uh oh wait actually that's what I basically just said. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah. it, I have here. The late 1700s, the idea of a horned hare turned more into a myth than the real animal. So that's when they started d- deciding, okay, this is not really a mm-hmm. real thing. Okay. 1700s. And then a fur trapper spotted a jackalope in the 1800s in Wyoming. So that's sort of where it first popped up in Wyoming. Got it, got it. In the it. 1800s. And, yeah, that that's pretty much all I have for, for the jackalope. But that's just, I don't know. I Wow. I just believe that these animals, like, have these, you know. Um, Diseases. This disease. I do, and too. are getting those horns. And, yeah. I think that they're definitely real. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a mythical creature. Like, those exist, but it's not, like, you know. Its own species. Or yeah. yeah. It really is just, like. A thing with a disease. That's really sad, though, if that is the case. Yeah, it is kind of sad. <laughs> that's really hard. That's heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah. Um, I do actually love the idea of them singing by the campfire, though. Oh, me too. Like, like I'm you really saying actually this... trying to harmonize with them by like, a campfire. Okay, like, it is creepy. But at the same time, <laughs> like, they're little bunnies with horns. Oh like, my God, come it's on. giving Disney princess. Like, let's sing with the, like, woodland creatures. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I kind of want to do that. Should we go to, should we plan a trip to Wyoming? See, that's what I was thinking to try too. To camp? Cause I'm like, see, because I don't know. I, I'm a camper. Honestly, I... you are a camper and I'm not a camper, but I would do that. <laughs> try to sing with a jackalope. Yeah. yeah. Cause that would be crazy. I wonder if they have a jackalope festival or something. I'm, you, okay. The fact that they have statues makes me believe that they have. Um, yeah. Like they made it. Douglas, Wyoming made it like their whole personality. To yeah, and I also from. bet that there's at least some sort of a museum of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, I don't yeah. know. We'll have to find out on that. But, mm-hmm. well, I I love the little jackalope. And honestly, I can say it's from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like, that's why I love him so much. Because uh-huh. he's so cute on there. Please, everybody, just go look him up. on Like, just Google Scooby-Doo jackalope. So we'll cute. have to post that version. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll post it on our Instagram. <laughs> so go look at our Instagram. Um, so I guess moving along to mine. So I also got inspiration from the Mothman Festival to do a cryptid for this week myself. Um, and actually, so I had never really heard of this one. And this one was like the most popular one at the festival other than Mothman himself. So... I have mm-hmm. for you the legend of the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah. Da-da. See, that one, like, I've kept seeing it everywhere. And I'm like, why everywhere. have I not heard of this? Literally, I was like, I have never heard of this. And then I, when, like, I got home, um, I asked my parents, because they're from West Virginia. I was like, have you heard of the Flatwoods Monster? And they're like, of course. And I was like, okay, why have I never heard of it then? Right. Like, I'm confused. Mm. But, um, so we did ask some people, like, out and about what their favorite cryptids was, and literally everybody said this one. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I guess we're just going to get into it. Um, so, the Flatwoods Monster. Honestly, that's like the most popular name, but it has a million other names, such as the Braxton County Monster, Braxy, or the Phantom of the Flatwoods, <laughs> which mm. I love all of them. Um, so I'm going to just you know, set the scene before we jump right on in. It is September 12th, 1952, and we're in Braxton County, West Virginia. Um, so it was 7.15 p.m., and there were two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and they were also hanging out with their little friend Tommy, and they were all playing on their, like, elementary, the Flatwoods Elementary School front lawn, which I guess was, like, pretty close to their house. So, yeah, they were just playing in the front of the school. And all of a sudden, just they're mid-playing, they see this huge bright object, like, cross the sky and land on the property of this local farmer named G. Bailey Fisher. So, Mm -hmm. the second the boys saw this giant thing, you know, fly across the sky, they started running to the farm to see what it was. Because, I mean, obviously, I would do the same thing. Um, but actually the farm was like, their house was on the way to the farm. So as the smart boys that they were, they decided to like stop in and tell their mom what was going on, which is honestly not the case for many of these stories, but (laughs) like shout out to these boys. So the mom actually like started, um, you know, calling, like she called the police and was like, there's something going on. Like, I don't know. My boys are crazy. Um, and she got, like, this National Guardsman named Eugene Lemon, 
Um, and, and he was going to meet them over there. And the boys were like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go over there, we need to call our other friend who lives like in the same neighborhood, but you know, like just a few minutes down the road. And his okay. name was Neil. And he was like, no, we have to invite Neil. Like Neil has to come with us to see this. And so the second they said, they like explained the story to Neil, Neil ran over as fast as he could. Um, so this begs the question to you, Savannah, <laughs> if I were to call you up, if we live closer, obviously. Um, and I'm like, hi, I just saw something fly across the sky and land on this farm. You want to come check it out? Would you? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I <did>. Yes, <laughs> I would. Good. I just feel like some people might not, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so See, I am, I am surprised that they called their mom over and they called, like, they just, like, kept telling people, like, usually they just go up to it, right? I know. Well, I, <laughs> I honestly do think they were a little scared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so... I don't know. Plus, like, I feel like they wouldn't have stopped if their house wasn't already on the way to the farm. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but, so as a little side story, I kind of want to tell you, getting out of the Flatwoods monster, going into my life um, a little bit. Um, So, me and one of my friends, Dina, um, shout out to Dina. Actually, happy birthday to Dina when this episode comes out. So, yes, happy birthday. Um, But we used to be roommates, and we actually... Um, have seen some UFOs, like, here in Wilmington. Mm. Now, please do remember that UFO just means an unidentified flying object. So I'm not saying that we saw aliens, you know. (laughs) I'm just saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some weird flying things have been seen. So one night, okay, me and Dina, like I said, we were roommates at the time. And we had another friend who, like, lived in town with us. And she had left for the weekend and wanted us to feed her cats. So we drove over there because it was late. So we both decided to go together. You know, fed the cats, whatever. And on the way home, we pass a Harris Teeter. And this, like, on this road, it's, like, the main road that you use. Like, every single time I leave the house, I use this road. Um, So I see this Harris Teeter, like, every single day. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And that's important to know. So we're on the way back to my house. And it's dark. It's probably, like, 1130 at night. And Dina is driving. Okay, I'm in the passenger. And... We're almost home. Like, Harris Teeter's close to our house. We're almost home. But I see something, like, flying in the sky above Harris Teeter. And at first, I'm like, honestly, Taylor, you're tripping. That's probably just one of the streetlights. Because, like, there's streetlights in the parking lot of the Harris Teeter. Right, right. Um, So I looked away. But then I, like, glanced back. And it, it, it was, like, moving a little bit. And I was like, um, <laughs> Dina, do you see that thing over there, you know, flying? <laughs> um... And so I'm going to just describe it like how I saw it. Cause she was like, um, yes, I do see that. Um, it was like a small black little aircraft and it had two really bright lights on it that were red. Um, so it was like a very dark flying object in general and it did kind of resemble a drone and, but it didn't look like a drone I had ever seen, but I also don't know drones like that, you know? (laughs) So it probably was just a drone. But what is important to this story is that when I was like, Dina, do you see it too? She was like, wait, no, that is really weird. Um, and I was like, wait, pull in and so we can see, like pull into hair cedar so we can see it. Because what else did we have to do? Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, you know, she pulls she pulls in. And I was like, all right, <laughs> it's getting real. The second that we pull in to hair cedar, we just get a little bit closer to it. It immediately starts flying away from us. Um that's weird right so i'm like dina chase it and i promise you i did not think dina i did not think dina was gonna chase it 
Because it also was not going in the direction of our house. It was flying the opposite way. Like the way we had just came. But I was like, Dina, chase it. (laughs) And she, that girl did not even hesitate, not one second. She hit the gas, pedal to the metal. And we were flying. And we were trying to catch up to that thing. But when I tell you that thing is flying faster than I've ever seen anything fly, like we were driving. There was nobody on the roads. All All the lights were green. Like we, like we could have had that. But in a car, we could not reach the speed that it was flying. So that's a little strange. Um, and, yeah, it ended up, like, going over some trees, and we, like, lost it. We, like, drove through some neighborhoods to try to find it, but never found it again. But, you know, that just really solidified, like, the friendship. Like, Dina would not ever hesitate to follow, like, a UFO or an alien. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's much that's like insane. Neil in, you know, the Flatwoods Monster story. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. That was a wild, a wild story there. Okay, but right? Can we just... Like, what, what was what it? What do you think you saw? We need to get back to this. <laughs> Wait, did I never tell you this story? I don't know if you have. Okay, wow. Okay, well, it was new for you all and Savannah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I am telling myself that it was a drone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I am also thinking about the fact that there's a military base near you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I do think that it probably was that. And I don't know what they were doing at Harris Teeter. Like, right. I don't know. But like, I'm talking the second that they found, like, because we did, she did like slow down in the road before she turned into Harris Teeter. So like, I'm thinking maybe it saw us like noticing it, but that thing flew and Dina will corroborate that story. Okay. Mm -hmm. It flew. It was insane. I couldn't even believe it was happening. So. I don't know. I have no idea what it was. And it bothers me to this day. Um, but anyway, um, tangent aside, getting back to the real story. Um, so much like Dina, um, you know, Neil came over immediately. And then once they all got there, the mom, the boys, all of them, and the dog, their dog named Richie, actually, they brought him along too, to this farm. <laughs> they oh, met little up. Richie. Little Richie. They all met up with the National Guardsmen and a few police officers um, at the Fisher farm. And apparently this farm was like on a very steep hill. So when they, they had to like climb to the top of the hill and when they got to the top of the hill, the officers claimed to see this like pulsing red light in the distance. And so another officer said that he aimed that flashlight like in the direction and he momentarily saw a tall, man-like figure with a really round, red face. And the face was surrounded by a pointed hood. Like a hood-like shape. Hmm. Um, so, you know, that's weird. But, you know, what's even more weird is that he also describes the creature to be wearing a dark, metal-looking dress. Okay. So, if you can imagine <laughs> that. A metal dress. <laughs> Yeah, a metal dress with a really circle, like, head slash face. But it's, like, it has, like, a little hood around it. But not, like, a hoodie hood. Like, I'm not sure if it was, like, a skin hood. I don't know what we're talking about here. Oh, okay. But, like, you know, I don't know. So, obviously, this is very unusual. So, they were, like, (laughs) um, what is going on? And according to their story, the monster, once they, it, like, saw like the officer flashed the flashlight at it, it started hissing at them. And so, and then it quickly made a fast movement towards one of the officers. And so they all ran as fast as they could anywhere. All, all of them just like ran dispersed 
<laughs> away. Yeah. And they, every single one of them that were there that night claim, even though they were all running in different directions, that they could smell this pungent, like, mist-like. It just, like, randomly some smell came up in their nose, and it made them extremely, extremely nauseous. Oh, okay. um, Yeah. And so they did end up leaving, obviously, after that. They all, like, went home, and they were like, never mind. Like, we don't care about what fell at that farm. Like, we don't want to know. Um, and when they went back to the site later, nobody could ever smell anything. Like they were like, there's no smell here. So that's weird. Um, also after this night, some of the members of the group reported throat irritation and vomiting that lasted for like days after. Hmm. Um, however, the researchers and police chalk that up to like hysteria, like, oh, they're just, you know, that they're just thinking I mean, I guess, but, like, what would cause hysteria that bad? Probably something that's, like, exactly what they're describing. (laughs) Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Um, So, obviously, the next day, like I said, they went back out there, and they did actually find some skid marks in the field, and near the skid marks was this, like, strange gummy-like substance. Okay. And... Mm -hmm. So these two things, like the skid mark and the gummy-like substance, is giving UFO. It's mm-hmm. That's like a UFO landed there. And, you know, I'm just going to say maybe this is an alien. Um, so <laughs> we'll get back to that later, though. Um, so descriptions of the Flatwood Monster describes a very tall light being and, like, reports range in between 7 and 10 feet tall. But all of them say it has a very round red face and a large hood-like shape around the face. Um, And so, although the first story said, like, it was, like, a metal dress, most other stories say it's, like, wearing, like, a dark green dress-like situation. See, I I saw the, like, figures of it and stuff at this, at the festival we're at. Mm -hmm. So, I sort of know what you're describing. Yeah, it's kind of giving a tall strawberry yeah, but I did not realize it was that tall. No, me neither. Me neither. And creepy. Like, it didn't yeah. really look that creepy in the way yeah. they were, like, making it. They honestly look like strawberry shortcake. Yeah, they make it look <laughs> but, cute. <laughs> no, this is not cute. Not cute at all. Um, so, this little creature is said to have small claw-like hands as well. So, you know, disgusting. Okay. So... Let's see. So, um, some people also think if it's not an alien, they also are going with the owl theory. Now, if you have been with us, when I covered Mothman, that's what people think Mothman is too. Like this huge, like owl that people are just mistaking, um, for Mothman. And so people are saying maybe this is another owl situation that they're just mistaking it for an owl um, because of its like claws. But this one sounds far less like an owl to me because I yeah. personally believe that maybe Mothman was an owl. But this, I don't know. Yeah. See, this doesn't make sense to be an owl. No, 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 no. not really. Not really at all. Um, so let's see here. Um, another sighting of a similar creature was actually reported by a lady by, by the name of Miss Audra Harper, which just sounds very bougie, honestly. 
Um, and her reported sighting actually came before the most famous one that I already told you guys about on the Fisher farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so she claims to have seen the monster while taking a walk through the woods near her home in the town of Heaters. And so Heaters, West Virginia, is just about five miles from Flatwoods. So not far at all. Okay. Um, and Audra and her friend were walking to the nearby store. And the road they usually, like, walk to the store on was kind of falling apart. So they actually found, like, a shortcut through the woods, which, in my opinion, as you all should know, please do not take a shortcut through the woods. <laughs> like... Yeah, no. Definitely always stay on the trails. Right. Uh, right. Or road. Just, yeah. You know. Yeah, or yeah. on the road. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're casually walking through the woods chilling when they notice what they describe as a ball on fire on one of the hills that they were passing. Okay. Okay. That's not fun to see. Mm-mm. mm-mm. And so, actually, Audra dismissed it at first. She was like, mm, whatever. Like, maybe they're having a fire on the hill or something, you know? Mm. Um. But when she took another glance, the, like, fire that they had seen was gone. And in the place of where the fire was stood a tall, dark silhouette of a man-shaped figure. Um, and she describes it just exactly the same as the Flatwoods monster, the other one. Um, and Audra and her friend ran as fast as they could to, like, a nearby, like, rock and hid behind it until it was gone. Um, and... What's interesting is that sounds exactly the same. <laughs> like, that's the exact same story mm-hmm. as the other one, but it happened before. So that's very interesting. Okay, yeah. Like, ha- hmm. Yeah, and this was back in the 1950s, so, like, you know, I don't know. News was not traveling as fast as it is today. Yeah. Um. So the day after the main event on the Fisher Farm, so back to the original story, the day after that happened... Um, there were there was actually another sighting that occurred near Strange Creek, which was actually about twenty miles away from Flatwoods, so still within the vicinity, honestly. Um, so reportedly, George and Edith Snitowski and their eighteen-month-old son were driving through the rural area of Braxton County on R- Route Four when their car, out of absolutely nowhere, just all of a sudden stopped working while. Um, George was driving it, like, literally in the middle of the road stops. And so, obviously, they get out of the car, and they're trying to fix it, but they're literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, no houses are around. Like, there's just nothing. Um, And it was also night time, because, of course, it was. And this road was completely deserted, because, like, nobody really lives here. Not that many people do. Okay, that just scares me. Like, imagine us, Savannah. And because we weren't even really on the back road, but imagine us getting broke down. I know. Anywhere in the vicinity. I would be losing my mind. Me too. I That's like one of my biggest fears. It's like, that's so scary. Literally same. So just imagine how you would feel. So, so they're just standing and they have their baby with them. He's 18 months old. Okay. Oh my God. So that's no. even worse. No. Um, so they're standing outside of their car trying to figure out what to do. When all of a sudden they smell a foul sulfurous smell and their <gasps> baby began to cry. Oh, no. Um, then they report seeing a strange bright light, and then they saw a nearly 10-foot-tall man standing in front of their car. <sighs> um, Why is he so tall? I what don't, is he doing? I don't like, like sir, it. Like, sir, what are you doing? You're being creepy for no reason. Um, yeah. So a lot of people have studied, you know, what 
happened, and mostly they were focused on the Fisher Farm incident. Um, and it turns out that there were actually some weird government things going on at the same time as this. So this story of the Flatwoods Monster was so believed by the government that they actually sent agents who worked on Project Blue Book to the farm Mm -hmm. to investigate. So if you don't, we talked about it a little bit before, but if you don't know what um, Project Blue Book is, it's basically like the United States um, government's like, that's what they, it's the project name for like, their alien project, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, them, the U.S. government studying aliens. And they call it Project Blue Book. And so they sent Project Blue Book agents out there because they believe that this was an alien. So that makes it very believable to me that yeah, maybe this is an alien. <laughs> um, and not just, like, a man. So, um, yeah. the And, you know, what? nothing ever came out of, like, what those agents said, obviously, because why would it? Um, But the state police um, in the incident report wrote every single thing off, every single report off as mass hysteria. See, and I'm like, did, is that what the agents told you to do? State police? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. probably. They literally like always want to just like say the most random things. Like why? Exactly. Hysteria. It's like, what what does that mean? Like (laughs) they're literally just saying, oh, these people are crazy. All, every mm-hmm. single one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're not. I feel like hysteria has got to be caused by something, though. Right? Exactly. Well, he, they're saying mass hysteria. So they're saying, like, everybody being paranoid about this is, like, what's making it, like, become real in their eyes. But, like, okay. that's a bunch of BS, man. <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah. I really don't believe that. Yeah. Um, so also, a week after the Fisher Farm incident, incident there were many reports of two men wearing black suits coming um, to the, like, Air Force investigators who were investigating the farm. And they were apparently pretending to pose as magazine writers, and they were trying to get, like, all the details of the story. Um, oh. Hmm. Yeah. So was that the men in black? I don't know. That's a little bit weird, too. Could it also just been some creepy magazine guys? But who knows? Hmm. Um, so... Now, I'm going to get into the most popular explanations as to what those people saw, even though I have already, you know, mostly covered most of them. Um, But back in 2000, this guy named Joe Nickel, um, who is like one of the leaders of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, um, concluded after his investigation of this that the bright light that all these people claimed to have seen in the sky was most likely a meteor. Um, And also Mm. before... I move on to his other opinions. Apparently this guy like investigates everything that's like strange and weird. And like people are like skeptical about. So I didn't really look into his background. If like he has anything that can actually say that he's like has knowledge about any of this, if you know what I'm saying. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. apparently people trust this guy. And so he said that the bright light was most likely a meteor. And he all, he also claims that the red light people like claimed to have seen was probably just from like an airplane or a hazard beacon. And I'm like, that one, I mean, come on. You kind of know the difference. Yeah. I mean, like, I like guess it wasn't it that long ago, be. the 1950s. Like it, I guess it could be, but like, I feel like people know the difference. Yeah. But you mm. know, whatever. And he also believes in the owl theory. Um, 
So, you know. See, that owl one is just, like, getting me. Because it's like, how is an owl 10 feet tall? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know owls can be huge. Owls can be 5 foot tall, which is scary. But, like, I don't think owls can be 10 feet tall. I know. I'm, I don't know that for sure. So, don't quote me on that. But if, if an owl is, if there's an owl out there that's 10 feet tall, just no. <laughs> just absolutely Yeah, like, no. I never want to see that. No. I never want to know. I honestly, like, please don't tell me because I don't want to know. Yeah. That's going to ruin me. Um, <laughs> so it's also important that I mentioned that um, this, the Flatwoods Monster stories happened 15 years before Mothman. Um, so it's not like, you know, if anything, they're bouncing Mothman story off of the Flatwoods monster. So, you know, that's also just a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. Um, so the evidence that does support some of Joe's theories is that there actually was a reported meteor that was observed over three states, um, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia over those dates. So it could be possible that the bright light they saw was a meteor. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because it Maybe was reported. They're just using that they're just using that information to um like <laughs> have something to yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have something to fall back on. Yeah. Like, no, okay, that's so well, there were meteor showers, so like Also obviously. I'm thinking like <laughs> were there meteor showers and they're lying? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um so let's see here. I lost my spot. Okay, so um, the officials in Flatwood had, they have a huge welcome sign um, that designated the town, quote, home of the green monster, which I guess is another name <laughs> for the Flatwoods monster. Um, and there is also a Flatwoods Days Festival where they celebrate the Flatwoods monster. And we did actually get asked if we were going to the Flatwoods Monster Festival while we were mm-hmm. at Mothman. Yeah, we did. Um, and I was like, I don't even know what that is, sir. <laughs> yeah, literally. But, um, you know, now we do. So <laughs> that's fun. Um, and that is what really made me realize that you can just have a festival for anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like anything and, you want. And like people will show up. Yeah. And like <laughs> these festivals do happen for literally anything. <laughs> literally. It's so, so crazy. Um, and so located in the town of Sutton, West Virginia is the flatwoods monster museum oh. and there's also museums of anything and everything baby yeah which we love is. love that um so there are also now this is this is crazy there is a series of five really tall chairs in the shape of a monster of not a monster the flatwoods monster um that serves as like landmarks for the visitors but I think that they're made that big so, like, he could potentially sit in the chairs. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, I think that's why they made them so big, which that's funny to me. Okay. <laughs> honestly. Um, and also, the Flatwoods Monster, I did mention before, is sometimes known as Braxy because it's out of Braxton County. Yeah. Um, and at these, like, huge chairs, apparently they give away free stickers. And the stickers say, hashtag free Braxy. Oh my god. <laughs> Which honestly, I need one of those stickers. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um there was even a documentary made in twenty eighteen of a group of like investigators or and researchers trying to find the Flatwoods monster. Um they failed. <laughs> um, 
Um, and actually, the fight with monster shows up in so many video games. It's unbelievable. I never knew. Like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not even going to list all of them because it was like the biggest list I've ever seen in my life. Like, pretty much every video game, the Flatwoods Monster was in it. Which I'm like, how have I never heard of it? Yeah, see, that's crazy, because I really have never heard of this. Same. And, like, it seems so popular. I, it literally <laughs> is. Reason. And I'm like, we have just been living in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, overall, is the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah. What do you think about it? Do you think he's real? I kind of believe, I personally think that maybe he was an alien. See, yeah, I think he might have been an alien, too. And then, because, like, also, the people going out and trying to find him, he's probably going back. He's to, gone. Uh, yeah, he and left. there hasn't really been reports outside of, like, that, like, even, like, a couple of months of when that happened. Um, yeah. So, I really think it was an alien just visiting, and he popped down in just a random place in West Virginia, probably thinking that nobody was going to see him. I mean, maybe, yeah. You know? Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere? Who knows what he's doing over there? Hmm. Huh. Hmm, crazy. I do not, but I really don't believe the owl theory. Oh, no. Those owls, like, that's scary. I know. <laughs> They're that big. Ew. But, no, I don't think it's an owl. I think no. those people probably did see, like, some sort of alien. Definitely. Some sort of weird alien. Because, like, you've that's never weird. seen, you've <laughs> never heard of anything like that. Any other, I've never... Every other sighting is more, like, consistent, you know? Yeah, like a gray man with big eyes. Exactly. And then this one is, like, so random. It's It's so random, but it's it's also so specific. It's so specific. So, like, it makes me believe it more. I don't know. It's whatever's going on here is weird. And also, if it was a person, like, dressing up, (laughs) trying to scare people, because that is also, like, a theory, that's so funny. (laughs) But, like, you should come out and say that it was not real. Yeah, and, like, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't so know. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> but that's, I mean, what some be, guess, that's what some but... people say, man. I don't know. Also, what if it was mass hysteria and somebody just made it up and... <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, I saw the flatwoods monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why I feel like it could be an accurate excuse. Because yeah, that's true. it could be, but I, not for this case. I don't believe it was for this case. Yeah. I really don't. But definitely go check out our Instagram. You're going to want to see... The Flatwoods Monster and the cute little jackalope. Yes, yeah. We'll find that. I have to find the picture from... Oh, I can find it so fast. we do Don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> so fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> but go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And also check out our YouTube. Be on the lookout for a vlog. It'll be upcoming very soon. Yeah. Yep. Um, But really, other than that, I don't really have much else. What about you? Yeah, nothing else. Okay, well... I guess we will see you guys next week. All right, cue the music.